0: Ezekiel chapter 24 This is one of the saddest chapters in the Bible, because a really good man loses a wife that he loves very much. Like all prophets, Ezekiel is called to suffer. Female prophetesses are not called to suffer, but the male prophets are. Today on the internet, there's lots of prophets out there, and they're not suffering at all. They live pretty comfortable lives. But the prophets in the Bible suffered greatly, every single one of them. Some of them were killed, some were tortured, and Ezekiel lost his wife, and we're going to read about that today. Verse 1 And there is a word of Jehovah unto me in the ninth year, in the tenth month, in the tenth of the month, saying, The Lord never named any of the months of the calendar. He only numbered them. 2. Son of man, write for thee the name of the day. This selfsame day leaned hath the king of Babylon toward Jerusalem in this selfsame day. On this very day, Nebuchadnezzar is going to focus on Jerusalem and set it in his heart to take Jerusalem. 3. And use unto the rebellious house a simile, and thou hast said unto them, Thus said the Lord Jehovah, to set on the pot, to set it on, and also to pour into it water. We had read earlier in the Bible that the people of Jerusalem had a saying that they felt secure, like meat in a pot. Because when meat is cooking in a pot, you can leave it there for hours and no animal will take it because of the heat, and the meat won't rot also because of the heat. And the Lord had twisted that saying on them, telling them that they wouldn't be safe at all. For To gather its pieces unto it, every good piece, thigh and shoulder, the choice of the bones to fill it. The Lord is going to give a simile to the people to illustrate to them what's going to happen to Jerusalem. In this simile, or metaphor, which is a type of simile, there is going to be a pot, and the very best meat will be placed in the pot for cooking, and water will be poured over it. 5. The choice of the flock to take, and also to pile of the bones under it, boil it thoroughly, yea, cook its bones in its midst, When you add bones to a pot, that creates a lot of flavor. It's going to have bones at the bottom, and meat above the bones cooking. 6. Therefore, thus said the Lord Jehovah, Woe to the city of blood, a pot whose scum is in it, and its scum hath not come out of it. By piece of it bring it out, not fallen on it hath a lot. 7. For her blood in her midst hath been on a clear place of a rock she hath set it, she hath not poured it on the earth to cover it over with dust. He says that when this pot comes to a boil, what will come up is a rusty scum that is similar to a woman's minstrel waste. Female means many, so Jerusalem is metaphorically female because there are many people in the city. Just as the Bride of Christ is female, because there are many people who make up the Bride of Christ. The Lord is making a metaphor where this woman is a filthy woman, and instead of covering up her menstrual waste under the dirt like she should and burying it, she lays it out on a rock where everybody can see it and it is under the sunlight. This is an insane woman. He's metaphorically saying that Jerusalem is insane and she cannot hide her own personal filth, because menstrual blood is very stinky and filthy. This scum that's in the pot is going to be very disgusting. It's not going to be the normal scum that would come up when you're boiling bones, and the reason it's so disgusting is because it represents the murder that has taken place in the city of Jerusalem. They've murdered their own children, and they've caused the poor to die early, because they have oppressed the poor. 8. To cause fury to come up, to take vengeance, I have put her blood on a clear place of a rock, not to be covered. The Lord himself is exposing her blood. This represents the murders that the people have committed because of the paganism that they were practicing. 9. Therefore, thus said the Lord Jehovah, Woe to the city of blood, yea, I, I make great the pile! He is going to cause the people who are still alive to be killed, because they killed their own children in the name of demon gods. There will be piles of dead people outside of Jerusalem when the Babylonians come and kill them. They are going to throw bodies out in that valley that's below the city. And we read about this in the book of Jeremiah as well. Those who killed their own children will be killed. This is the judgment from the Lord. 10. Make abundant the wood, kindle the fire, consume the flesh, and make the compound, and let the bones be burnt. The Lord says, let this entire pot be destroyed in fire. Nobody is going to eat it. It's disgusting and filthy. It's a metaphor about the destruction of Jerusalem. 11. And cause it to stand on its coals empty, so that its brass is hot and burning. Melted hath been in its midst its uncleanness. Consumed is its scum. In the heat of this fire of God's wrath, all of that filth will be burned and destroyed that way. Everything in the pot is going to be burnt until it is fully consumed and gone, and the pot itself will start to melt. 12 With sorrows she hath wearied herself, and the abundance of her scum goeth not out of her, and the fire is her scum. In the monthly cycle, the blood that is in the womb comes out as waste, and the Lord says that this blood won't come out, Jerusalem won't be able to discard her waste the sin of all of the murders that she has committed. 13. In thine uncleanness is wickedness, because I have cleansed thee, and thou hast not been cleansed. From thine uncleanness thou art not cleansed again, till I have caused my fury to rest on thee. The Lord cleansed Jerusalem when he delivered it from the bondage of sin that the Israelites had in Egypt. He brought them to his holy city, Jerusalem, and he cleansed that area after the temple was built. It was a holy place. But after he cleansed Jerusalem, they became dirty again because they went back to idol worship. So now he's going to cleanse them with fire. When the temple was first dedicated, the Lord filled it with his smoke, and that cleansed it. But now, because they went back to sin, he's going to cleanse them with a destroying fire that will destroy the whole city. This is his right hand, this is his son doing this work. It was Jesus who was a pillar of smoke by day to the Israelites and a pillar of fire by night. 14 I, Jehovah, hath spoken, it hath come, and I have done it, I do not free nor do I spare, nor do I repent, according to thy ways, and according to thine acts, they have judged thee, an affirmation of the Lord Jehovah. An affirmation means this is true and it will happen. Jerusalem will be judged by its own sins. And in the New Testament we are also told that we are condemned by our own sins. He will not repent of judging Jerusalem. In other words, he's not going to change his mind and go easy on them. 15. And there is a word of Jehovah unto me saying, 16. Son of man, lo, I am taking from thee the desire of thine eyes by a stroke, and thou dost not mourn, nor weep, nor let thy tear come. The Lord says that he is going to kill Ezekiel's wife. Ezekiel has not sinned nor has his wife sinned. She isn't going to die as punishment. The Lord is going to cause her to die to illustrate a truth to the people of Israel. Remember, prophets always suffer. They always have to enact out what they are prophesying. Ezekiel is going to have to enact out that the Lord is going to destroy his own love, which is Jerusalem metaphorically illustrated as a wife, he's going to destroy his own wife because of her heinous sins. And he isn't going to be sorry for doing it. Ezekiel's wife, she's going to pass away, and then Ezekiel is not going to be allowed to cry for her. And this is to show the people that when Jerusalem is destroyed, the Lord will not cry for Jerusalem. Even though he loved Jerusalem with all of his heart, he's going to destroy it willingly and he's not going to be sorry for destroying it. They had been sinning for hundreds of years in that city, off and on, and for the last several generations they never stopped sinning. This destruction and this judgment is a long time coming. He waited hundreds of years for them to repent before doing this. 17. Cease to groan, for the dead thou dost make no mourning. Thy bonnet bind on thee, and thy shoes thou dost put on thee, and thou dost not cover over the upper lip, and bread of men thou dost not eat. The Lord is telling Ezekiel that he's not allowed to mourn for his wife. He isn't allowed to uncover his head and put dust on his head or shave his head. He wasn't commanding Ezekiel not to be heartbroken. But Middle Eastern people cry very loudly, and they make a big flamboyant show of grief, it's customary, but Ezekiel isn't allowed to outwardly show his grief. 18 And I speak unto the people in the morning, and my wife dieth in the evening, and I do in the morning as I have been commanded. Ezekiel told the people this prophecy, and he told them what was going to happen, and then his wife died, The very next day, which was the evening, because in the Bible, a day always begins at sundown. She died at sundown. And the next morning, he went out and he spoke to the people again, but he did not show any outward sign of mourning for his wife. 19. And the people say unto me, Dost thou not declare to us what these are to us that thou art doing? The people always know that when a prophet acts strangely, it is for a reason. It is a sign of a prophecy. Whenever they see the prophet doing something weird, they ask him for the explanation. And since they saw that Ezekiel wasn't mourning for his wife, they asked him why. 20 And I say unto them, A word of Jehovah hath been unto me, saying, 21 To the house of Israel Thus said the Lord Jehovah, Lo, I am polluting my sanctuary, the excellency of your strength, the desire of your eyes, and the pitied of your soul, and your sons and your daughters whom ye have left, by sword they do fall. Jerusalem held the sanctuary of the Lord. Ezekiel's precious wife is metaphorically resembling the temple of God that was in Jerusalem. The temple was extremely precious to the Lord, just as Ezekiel's wife was precious, but it's going to be lost, just as Ezekiel's wife was lost. 22. And they have done as I have done. On the upper lip ye are not covered, and bread of men ye do not eat. 23. And your bonnets are on your heads, and your shoes are on your feet. Ye do not mourn, nor do ye weep, and ye have wasted away for your iniquities, and ye have howled one unto another. Ezekiel instructs the people that the only thing that they are allowed to mourn for is their own sins. They are not allowed to mourn for the destruction of Jerusalem or for the death of Ezekiel's wife. It is their sin that is the real problem. Ezekiel's wife will live forever, in eternity, with the Lord but Jerusalem is going to be destroyed for its sins. 24 And Ezekiel hath been to you for a type, according to all that he hath done, ye do. In its coming in ye have known that I am the Lord Jehovah. The Lord tells the people that they have to imitate Ezekiel's actions and refrain from mourning. He is representing the Lord and Ezekiel's wife is metaphorically representing Jerusalem and the Temple. 25 And thou, Son of man, is it not in the day of my taking from them their strength, the joy of their beauty, the desire of their eyes, and the song of their soul, their sons and their daughters? The Lord says these people are also going to lose the delight of their eyes, which is their children. Ezekiel was delighted with his wife, just as God was delighted with Jerusalem, and the Israelites were delighted with their own children. But everybody is going to lose their delight here because of the great sins of the city of Jerusalem. 26 In that day, come doth the escaped one to thee, to cause the ears to hear. The escaped one means the few people who are able to make it out of the city and tell others what happened. 27. In that day opened is thy mouth with the escaped, and thou speakest, and art not silent any anymore, and thou hast been to them for a type, and they have known that I am Jehovah. In that day that Jerusalem is destroyed, then Ezekiel will be able to mourn, and talk about it. And that concludes Ezekiel chapter 24.